0: You're listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 47, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello. Hello. Happy Friday, all you people out there in bookland! I have some great books to talk about. But before I tell you about them, I would like to tell you that today's episode is sponsored by The Optimistic Decade by Heather Abel. It's out now from Algonquin Books. It says here, framed by the oil shell bust, the real estate boom, and protests against Reagan and the Gulf War, Heather Abel's The Optimistic Decade is a brilliant exploration of the bloom and fade of idealism as seen through the lives of five unforgettable characters. There's Caleb Silver, beloved founder of Back to the Land Camp Lama Low. There's Don and his son Donnie, ranchers, who gave up their land to Caleb and now want it back. Rebecca Silver, a college student determined to become an activist like her father, and undone by the spell of Lamalo and New Love. And David, a teenager who has turned LamaLow into his personal religion. Nathan Hill, the author of The Nick, says this coming-of-age story speaks to anyone who's navigated the twin crises of idealism and youth, and school library journals suggest it for teens looking for a thought-provoking story. So again, that is called The Optimistic Decade by Heather Abel. It's available now wherever books are sold, or you can find it by clicking on the link in our show notes. And we thank them for sponsoring. And I also want to remind you that you can get a $500 gift card to the bookstore of your choice by going to bookriot.com bookstore500 to enter the giveaway. Uh, you have to do this by June 21st. And I hope that if you win, you will show us all the fabulous books that you get. Because wow! That is going to be so amazing. That will make somebody's day, somebody's year. Someone was like, "Here's five hundred dollars for books." That would make my year. Uh, So now, speaking of books, let's talk about them. Uh, Yesterday, they announced that there's going to be a new Agatha Christie series made out of the ABC Murders, and John Malkovich is going to play Hercule Poirot. I feel like there have been a lot of people who have played Hercule Poirot. Now, when I was little, it was David. It was uh, excuse me, Peter Ustinov. Like he was the man. You know, and then Albert Finney did it in a movie. You know, and then there's David from the series, whose last name I'm blanking on now, of course. And, I don't know, John Malkovich, Hercule Poirot, he might be great. I was kind of speculating with the Insiders that maybe it should be uh, Marianne Cotillard, and then Tilda Swinton could play Hastings. Like, I think that would be some amazing casting. But, you know, I am excited because the ABC Murders is one of my very favorite Agatha Christie books. Um, It's about a killer who is murdering people with the same letter initials. So, like, if your name is Amy Adams or Bobby Brown and going in alphabetical order. And so, Hercule Poirot is called in to try and figure out who is doing it and also to figure out who's going to be next. Um, And this book, I have to say, I read it when I was, like, eight or nine. One of the people is murdered in a movie theater. Like, someone comes up behind them in the theater and kills them. And... I was terrified after that to sit in the theater. I would only sit in the back row at the theater. Um, and where our theater was, there was like a half wall on one side and then a full wall on the other side. I would only sit against the full wall when my parents took us to the theater because if we sat at the half wall. Somebody could still lean over and hit me on the head. But so it was great for my dad. I mean, excuse me, for my mom, who really loved to sit in the back of the theater when we watched movies. But my dad really liked to sit in the front. But I was like, uh-uh, somebody could get me. I'm sitting in the back now. Anyway, that was a really long explanation about my phobias from when I was 8 or 9. But the book is really fun. Like I said, one of my favorite Agatha Christie books. Um, And I'm curious to see how John Malkovich does. Uh, Moving on, there is uh, From Twinkle with Love by Sandra Menon came out this week. And she also wrote When Dimple Met Rishi, which is an adorable, fabulous book that we talked about on all the books last year. I want to mention it again. It's about a teenager named Dimple. She's 18 years old. Her parents want her to enter an arranged marriage. She does not. She wants to go to computer camp. She wants to be a web developer. And she doesn't really catch on to the fact that her parents are completely fine with sending her off to this uh, web developing camp. Because what she doesn't know is that there is a student there named Rishi. And her parents and Rishi's parents have conspired to arrange their marriage. So they're kind of like going on a blind camp date um, without knowing it. and it's about their growing relationship, as well as, like, family and tradition and old values versus new values. It's just so adorable and fun, as is the new one from Twinkle With Love. So, again, that is called When Dimple Met Rishi by Sandra Menon. Uh, this week, there was also American Hippo, which is a collection of the Sarah Gailey novellas River of Teeth and Taste of Marrow, as well as some new stories in that set in that land Um, I have not read the stories yet, I'm very excited to get this and read them, but River of Teeth was one of my favorite novellas of last year. Uh, It's an alternate history based in true facts. Back in the turn of the 20th century, the government wanted to import hippos into the United States to be used for meat. Um, And it was not something that they ever followed through on, but Sarah Gilley kind of takes that idea and runs with it, and she presents an 1890s America in which... This has actually happened, and now hippos have overrun the country, basically, uh, or the South at least. And people also use them as horses, Um, and they're also giant man-eaters. Like They they are not to be messed with. They sort of all live in the rivers, and and they're pretty fierce. They're kind of like river sharks. So there's a man named Winslow Houndstooth, who is kind of a rogue and a a jack-of-all-trades, and he is hired to put together a gang to clean the river of these feral hippos. And there are villains and shady dealings, double crossings, scores to be settled. It's so, so much fun. And I would bet probably the first hippo Western in literature. Uh, and if you're doing the Read Harder Challenge, totally works for your Western challenge, I think. Read a Western, I think this counts. So again... That is River of Teeth by Sarah Gailey, and then the follow-up is Taste of Marrow, or you could just buy the new collection, which is called American Hippo, get both the novellas and some new stories, and then tell me how they are, because I haven't read them yet. My next pick is Cult... Well, this book, Cult X, came out this week. It's by Fuminori Nakamura. Um, It's being billed as his magnum opus. It's about fringe religion and obsession, weighs in at over 500 pages, uh, and... It brings to mind my favorite of his, which is called The Gun. It's about a Tokyo college student. He's kind of unhappy with his life and restless. And he's out walking one day, and he sees someone under a bridge uh, who has taken their own life. And in a moment of madness, he steals the gun from the scene of the suicide. Uh, and he becomes obsessed with the idea of having this gun. Um, this is in Tokyo. It's, it's not like America. They don't, they, not everyone has a gun there. Um, And it changes his personality and changes how he feels about things because now he's like a tough guy. He has a gun, but like nobody can know that he has it. But it also changes the event itself because now the police find a body. The gun is missing, so they assume it's murder. So now the police are looking for a murderer. And as the book goes on, you know, the students' dark fantasies grow and the police are closing in. It's really dark, obviously, but really well written. I really enjoyed it. So that one is called The Gun. It's by Fuminori Nakamura. Out this week is also All the Ever Afters by Danielle Teller, which is the story, the backstory, of Cinderella's stepmom. Kind of like Wicked by Gregory Maguire. It's one of those characters who have long been villains in the literary canon and, like, how they got that way kind of tale. Or just, you know, secondary characters in famous literature And it reminded me, many years ago I read The Woodcutter by Kate Danley, um, which is about, it's like this sort of fairy tale about this woodcutter who keeps the peace between the human and fairy realms. And one day in the woods he finds a body. Uh, He doesn't know who she is, but she just has chipped glass slippers. Uh, And now he feels he must find her killer before the killer strikes again. There's also a subplot where one of Odin's dogs is missing. He's missing a hellhound. Uh, There's a pixie dust drug trade and, of course, an evil queen because there are always evil queens in fairy tales who wants to bring down the fairy realm. So, again, that one is called The Woodcutter by Kate Danley. And for my dealer's choice this week, uh, I was actually thinking about uh, some stories that I heard in fifth grade, uh, like actual stories. Our fifth grade teacher used to read short stories to us When we stayed inside, like, when it was raining and we couldn't go outside for recess. Or sometimes probably when she was just sick of us and wanted us to shut up. Uh, So she read us The Veld by Ray Bradbury, which remains one of my very favorite short stories. She read us A Rose for Miss Emily by William Faulkner, also one of my favorite stories. But there was another story that I kept thinking about, about a man who wakes up. He's been buried alive. And he gets out and he goes in search of his family and his friends uh, because he's not dead. Like, Surprise! And it turns out that you know his wife is having an affair. His boss hated him. His friends don't like him. Um, and I could not remember who wrote this story, I remember uh, what it was called, just the the plot to it. So I kept googling, but it kept giving me like Tales from the Crypt episodes and like these old movies. And I was like, no, no, this isn't this isn't it, this isn't it. So I finally asked the Book Riot insiders because I figured there's several hundred people, you know, in all their brains, maybe somebody has the knowledge. Uh, and it turns out that Deborah. From our book Ride Insiders, her Googling skills are far superior to mine, and she did manage to find the story. It's called The Man Who Returned by Edmund Hamilton, uh, which it turns out was a short story that appeared in Weird Tales, Volume 23, Issue 2, which tells me that my fifth grade teacher was kind of a ghoul and a sci fi freak, and I completely respect that. Um, you know, when I said we were reading the story, everyone's like, that's kind of dark. Yeah, it is. But maybe she wanted to frighten us. Maybe she didn't. Maybe these were stories that she loved. I don't remember the circumstances, but it was a really great story. So again, it's called The Man Who Returned. It's by Edmund Hamilton. Um, I tried to find my fifth grade teacher online while I was doing all of this. Uh, I could find no mention of her, so she probably changed her name. uh, Probably joined Witness Protection because she didn't want her middle school students looking her up because who would? Middle school students are the worst. But I would just like to thank her for adding taphophobia to my long list of fears, um, you know, and, and which had me telling my mother that I would like to be buried, you know, with a little bell in case I needed to ring it in case I'm accidentally buried alive, um, you know, and that's, that's, that's my uh, weird, dark episode this week. Um, thank you to our sponsor, The Optimistic Decade by Heather Abel and Algonquin Books, and you can find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash allthebooks. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litsy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Amanda Nelson to tell you about the week's great new releases, So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.